0: Today's episode is brought to you by Bloody Buddy. Yep, that's right. We're going to talk about menstrual cups. Have you ever tried a menstrual cup? Well, I have. I'm here to say that I have. And I love it. I love my Bloody Buddy cup. The Bloody Buddy cup is a reusable menstrual cup that uses the highest grade of medical silicone. It's easy to insert, easy to remove, and completely comfortable. Although there have been a few pregnancies in between, I've been using the Bloody Buddy cup for about like three years now, and it has given me period freedom. It's changed my life completely. And you might be thinking, Mary, that sounds like super dramatic. That sounds like you're exaggerating. No, it is completely life-changing to have your period, and not be thinking about it. It's completely life-changing to have your period and not have to run to the bathroom every three hours to change a pad or a tampon. Unlike pads and tampons, you have to change once every three to four hours. You can keep your bloody buddy in for up to 12 hours. So not only will you be saving yourself so much time by not excusing yourself all day to go change your pad or your tampon and so much money by not having to run to the store every month to go grab whatever you need, you'll also be doing the environment a serious solid by cutting down on all that waste because your bloody buddy can be used for 10 freaking years. 10 years. And if you've tried other cups in the past and had some issues with them, well, have no fear. The bloody buddy cup is different. I promise you it is perfect for beginners as well as seasoned menstrual cup users. What makes a bloody buddy cup different from all the other cups on the market is it's easy to open design. It has patent pending wavy grips at the bottom, a pincher bulb at the bottom of the cup to help you with, you know, easy removal when it comes time to change your cup out. And of course, it comes in a bunch of super cute colors, which is, you know, very important, very important for a menstrual cup. So go to bloodybuddycup.com, use our size guide, pick out a cute color for your cup and enjoy the period freedom. And you can use our code WannaChat for 10% off of your purchase. Again, that's code WannaChat. For ten percent off of your purchase at bloodybuddycup.com. All right, now enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and I'm here today with a special I Just Want to Chat report on this freaking mom talk swinger Mormon mom drama. Um, a, a few uh caveats that I must put on here. Number one, you're not allowed to listen to this. Um, and take part in this like frivolous fun if you haven't yet um called your like senator and like your senators and your lawmakers and whatever um and you know demand a uh, common sense gun laws that's like the the number one thing so if you're listening to this you're you know saying that you are going to pause this if you haven't already called and you're gonna go call and try to make change because this is just but you know um A frivolous distraction from the atrocities that happened two days ago. So there's disclaimer number one. Disclaimer number two, or maybe explanation number two, is I haven't made an episode in like two weeks. I, um, basically this comes down to like childcare and stuff. It was like the end of the school year. Our lives were crazy. And then like there was one week where I was going to make an episode and then it was just going to be more Johnny Depp crap. And like, I'm over it. The verdict will come. This was like a good week for the trial and stuff, but I'm just, I'm over it. We'll make a a special edition uh, report when the verdict comes out. I have a feeling that the jury is going to do this quickly. I feel like the jury is going to want to get back to their real lives. They're going to deliberate tomorrow, and then they have the whole long weekend off. And then they'll go back into del- into deliberations on Tuesday. And Then as soon as they have a, a verdict, they will, you know. They'll, they'll read it and then they'll be off the hook. Then the, these sweet jurors can go back to their lives instead of listening to these horrible texts and uh, watching people cry on the stand. Anyway, let's get into it. I've heard everybody's cries. I have received the texts and the messages from people saying, Mary, what's going on with this Mormon mom TikTok drama? Can you please tell me? Um, if you're a new listener here, context about myself I am a Mormon. I'm, I'm an LDS person. Um, so maybe I could provide a little, bit, a little bit of insights into some of these things. I'm not a swinger. Definitely not that. Um, but as far as like the Mormon culture side of it, maybe maybe I could be of some assistance. But let's just focus on the the retelling of events. So this will be your consolidated you know, summary of everything that's happened. So without further ado, I have two percent phone battery. Let's go through my notes. All right. So all of this is stemming from this girl named Taylor Frankie Paul. She's on TikTok. She's also on Instagram. She's not as active on Instagram. Um, she's kind of from she's like the ringleader of this new wave of um, like Mormon mom TikTok groups. I'm sure you've seen them. If you care about this, you probably have seen their videos. They um, they're just clickbait queens. And I mean, get that money. I'm like so proud of them for hustling or whatever. They're all very hot. They're extremely hot. And they know what to say to drive engagement. A lot of times it's, um, things about them being hot moms. Taylor is like a little bit older than the other ladies, but also I think she's like only 27, but she like looks a little bit older. Um, not in a bad way, but it's like in a, I have eyeballs and I could tell who when somebody looks older than they are. Anyway, Um, she's kind of the ringleader of this group. Taylor will post videos like, oh, these are my daughters, when they're really just like her friends. They're known to lie a lot on TikTok for engagement or to exaggerate things or make jokes about how they're Mormon and like jokes about the Mormon priesthood and all this stuff. And honestly, like over the last couple weeks, um, Whenever I get sent her videos, I normally send back something saying this woman is my arch nemesis because I haven't like appreciated any of the videos. Like I appreciate the hustle and I could recognize, you know, like, wow, she's working really hard. They're all working really hard, but I didn't really love, didn't love the content that much. Um, so that's who Taylor Frankie Paul is. Her husband's name is Tate. They have two children. They're living in Utah. Um, in all the mom TikTok videos you've seen, she's the brunette one. She's like the one brunette one out of the sea of blonde women. Um, anyway, and so mom talk. They all have separate accounts, but mom talk is just kind of a when they get in groups. It seems like they get in groups every so often and and make um, funny little reels and funny little TikToks. But who else is involved? A woman named Camille Monday. She's kind of part of like the main TikTok mom group. She is married to somebody named Sam or Samuel on. On all over social media, it says that his name is Samuel. But, like, what if he goes by Salmon? I don't want to seem dumb. But anyway. Um, and funny relationship to him. There was a girl named Mikkel back on The Bachelor seasons ago. She went on Ari season. She was the one that came out of the race car. And she was, like, 23 but divorced. Camille, or sorry, Mikkel was married to Josh Monday, who was this guy's little brother. So there's also, like, a small little Bachelor Nation weaving going on there that I feel like nobody has, like, really picked up on. And the Monday family, um, it's kind of funny, but their dad is, like, a high-up church authority. So keep that in mind kind of when some of the stuff is coming out that even if, like, it doesn't seem like they're very active in the church, um, which is totally fine and it's a spectrum and whatever, um, they do... Some members of the Mom Talk do have like some pretty heavy Mormon ties, because the um, Sam Monday's dad is in LDS church leadership. Anyway, another um, another featured player here is uh, this girl Miranda and her husband Chase. We'll get to them later, but um, but yeah, as a Mormon myself, straight up, like they've been really annoying. There's one, like, really cute girl, Wit Levitt, and I think that she kind of, like, stands out from them, and I, she doesn't seem to be, like, the same kind of, like, clickbaity. Like, I feel like she's, um, she's just, like, really cute and really fun, and she's, like, part of the mom talk, but she even, like, did a live trying to kind of, like, absolve herself from all this, like, being like, hey, just so everybody knows, like, I'm not a swinger. I'm not involved in this. Like, they're my friends. I think on her live, she was saying, like, I couldn't even tell you, like, where they grew up, probably, and I believe her. So, like, not all of mom talk annoys me. And I'm sure all these girls are, like, lovely and stuff. But just the the clickbaitiness as a student of the internet who, like, can kind of, like, call things when I see them. It's just been annoying and, like, a little disrespectful. So, did, did not love them before this. But, boy, do I love them now because they've given me a great um, distraction these last two days as we've lived in hell in this country. Um, anyway, here's a timeline. So, for a long time, Taylor Frankie Paul tfp she has been posting things like joking that they're swingers or mom talk people joke that they're swingers or they'll switch husbands or whatever but on may 20th um on friday there was a divorce announcement on taylor frankie paul's instagram story which again doesn't really seem like the platform that she uses the most which i thought was like kind of odd but she very quickly tiktok was updated too but anyway she wrote an instagram story saying the last eight days have been the most pain I've ever felt in my life. Been grieving and mourning with my family and friends. The loss of my family not being together anymore. Tate and I are divorcing. Tate and I are divorcing. However, I always love him. That should have said I'll. It probably did. I'll always love him deeply. However, it's what's best for us. Long, painful road ahead. But I'm hopeful it goes up from here. Um, and immediately, I run to Reddit. Immediately, I run to Twitter. Immediately, I try to text my people that know people. Whatever. Um, and the rumor or like the news from the beginning was like, ah, he must have cheated on her. Sucks. But then that didn't seem like the case as soon as things um started coming out. But also there was an aspect in the beginning of, is this real? Because I was getting it sent to me like in mass. I was like at a work retreat and I kept trying to like be with the people I was with. But then I would look down on my phone and there'd be like more people being like, is this real Mary? This seems like she's faking it because you never really know what's real with these girls. And yes, there was an element of that. But she immediately, like, started trying to, like, sell her stuff. And then she was, like, making TikToks of herself just, like, around her house. Her house looked empty, talking about how her house feels so empty because she doesn't have her kids there. And, like, divorce is so hard. Um, And to me, it seemed like a step too far to be fake. Like, when she's like passively have, has posted about like swinging or like stupid like priesthood stuff or whatever, I'm like, haha, like she knows what she's doing. She's smart. I'm annoyed, but she's smart. Um, but this seemed like kind of on a different level. Um, the next day uh, on TikTok, she posts something saying it's on Reddit because Reddit was going crazy. And also, like the theories that were coming out on Reddit were very. Um, zany in the beginning like yeah like a lot of people thought that tate was one cheating and then people were saying like they're my close personal friends she was cheating um with a woman and like that didn't really seem that doesn't really seem to be the case um so like reddit was kind of going crazy but then she makes this post saying it's on reddit it must be true i'm excited to co-parent with my best friend um so again that was like her kind of uh confirming things that were happening. And also like swinging rumors were starting to come out too. She, um, she did make a couple posts saying like, I have receipts of everything. The truth is going to come out. Everybody's talking about their side. I'm going to talk about mine. And I don't know if she just means like in her friend group, because I did not see that many people like, like there was no solid concrete proof. Like there were no primary sources coming forward. She was the first one that really came out and was like, Hey, here's what's up. Um, anyway. So meanwhile, like during all this and like the posting, tate deletes all of his photos with taylor um and then somebody named victoria who i'm not familiar with was caught liking comments about taylor that were alleging that she was that the cheating had happened with another woman um then there was like a mass unfollowing from the mom Talk people so people were kind of trying to like put together who who's on whose side and what could have happened and because of all like the swinging jokes and then like little rumblings on reddit here and there saying like I'm close to the situation. There was swinging involved. People were, you know, hooking up with people that they're not married to. Um, throughout all of that, there um, was, like, a mass unfollowing, and people were trying to figure out who was involved and who wasn't. So, like, Camille Monday unfollowed Taylor. Um, this Miranda girl. Uh, everybody from the squad pretty much had unfollowed her, and it seemed like Taylor had unfollowed them as well. Um So then that leads us to uh, Taylor Frankie Paul going live. And what I'm going to read now is a nice summary that somebody had typed up for me. I don't think that they typed it up specifically for me. I think that it's a sweet girl, Annie Holden. She's in the I Just Want Chat Facebook group. I think she sent it to my friend Kayla and then Kayla sent it to me. So to everybody involved, I just want to say thank you. I have seen other summaries, but I really like this one that this girl wrote out um, because it wasn't so much... I feel like a lot of the other summaries that you find are kind of like chronological, like going down with what happened, but this really like summarized it into like what you like need to know. So anyway, Annie Holden, if you're the one who wrote this, thank you. Kayla, uh, Kayla, what's your new last name going to be? You just got engaged. Anyway, I'll figure that out. Um, everybody who participated, thank you. Here's the recap of Taylor's, um, of TFP's TikTok Live. Taylor just went live on TikTok right now. Uh, here's a debrief of everything she said. She is not going to name any of the names, but it's not hard to put the puzzle pieces puzzle pieces together. And if you follow her, you'll know who the others are. And she won't say who it was, but she said that she um, was a willing participant um, in this, like, swinging group. So they were saying that they were doing something called soft swinging, which this is the time where I'm going to invite my in-laws and anybody who knows me in, like, a church context... Or just, like, a context where you don't want to hear me talk about sex, you're now invited to hop off. Um, So they were saying that they were soft swingers, meaning that they would do everything, like, but actually have sex. And that was kind of, like, the agreement that they weren't. So they, Taylor painted this picture. I'm not reading from the text right now, but she kind of, like, painted this picture of, like, okay, we're in a group, and everybody in this group has this agreement that at these parties that they go to... They can make out, hook up, do whatever, not go all the way, um, and all be in the same room while this is going on, but then it's fine within the bounds of their marriage, and they're not going to be upset. And this is when I kind of want to talk about the um, Mormon aspect of this for a second, Um, which I hope it's, like, not too controversial, but... My impression is, and I could be wrong, and again, like, it's like a spectrum, and people do what they feel comfortable with, whatever. So, when you are Mormon, you, um, this is just kind of me addressing people saying, like, are they going to be kicked out of the Mormon church for this? When you're LDS, one of your options is to get married in the temple, and when I say options, that's kind of, like, you know the the main one the one that everybody encourages to get married in the temple and in order to get to to get married in the temple um you first have to go through the temple most boys go on missions and they go through the temple to go in order to go on their missions and women the women that go on missions too but it's like kind of not the same mandate they'll go on their missions and they'll go through the temple and that's when they receive like their garments you know like you might have heard like people say like oh mormon underwear whatever like that um those are like their garments And when you're in the temple, you make, like, special promises with the Lord saying, like, I will not do this, and I will not do this, and I will not do this. And then you receive blessings as well. And that's kind of, like, the it's taken very seriously because that's kind of when you're committing to Heavenly Father, like, I will not break the law of chastity. Chastity. And the law of chastity is you're not going to have sex until you're married, and you're not going to have sex with anybody that you're not married to. Um... And my, I'm under the impression, and also I think I watched, in my, these, like, last two days where I've, like, watched clips and stuff, I don't think Taylor and her husband got married in the temple, which is totally fine, but they just, um, they didn't make, like, the same covenants that I I don't want to say normal LDS person, but... Most LDS people, I hope that that's not me misspeaking. Most LDS people get married in the temple, and in order to do so, they have to go through the temple. Um, like I didn't go on a mission, but I went through the temple just on my own. Actually, my situation was kind of weird, but typically, if you don't go on a mission, you get you go through the temple right before you get married, and that's when you make those covenants. Um, so as far as like them getting kicked out of the church for being in the soft swinging group, th- that's not going to happen. So First of all, like, there's repentance and stuff, and and bad mistakes are never final, whatever. But also, the consequences are not as extreme if you don't go through the temple for, you know, like, having premarital sex or sex outside of your marriage or whatever. Um, does that kind of make sense? Um, I don't know why I chose to talk about that right now. But anyway, they were in a soft, swinging group. So they would get together in the same room. Seems like they were naked. Seems like they all got, like, very drunk, and then they would have these parties and hook up with each other um, while simultaneously being in the same room as their spouse. (sighs) Okay. Um, Anyway, there was a group of them who were all intimate with each other. They would have parties. I'm back to the text. They would have parties and get drunk and belligerent and go up and hook up with each other. It was all consensual, and there are more details that she cannot share. Um, Says it's all a big mess uh, with three divorces going on. To regarding the situation, um, and she refers to it again as soft swinging, which is where you go, you hook up, but you don't go all the way. Um, there, uh, they had an agreement, Taylor and her husband. They had an agreement that they could do anything as long as they were on the same page and they were with each other. But Taylor, and these are her own words, stepped out and broke this agreement with someone, and they went off and they did it on their own, and. It seems like they went off, like, at the party and went off and, like, did it on their own. I don't know. But the rule is that she, um... The rule that she broke is that they went up uh, to hook up separately without their spouses in one of the parties. um, And they went all the way, whereas the others did not. Um, So they had sex. It was a one-night thing, and they even um, admitted to everyone afterwards, uh, which is how they got caught. Um... Taylor, in this live, stated that the Mondays, uh, Camille and her husband were not involved. Um, And that's, like, very... To me, like, I'm tying that back maybe it's because, like, they're good friends. But also, again, kind of come from, like, a pretty prominent Mormon family, right? So I kind of think that that's either, like, Taylor just doing them a solid by saying, like, not involved. Or also, um, maybe she was told to, like, from the get-go, like, hey... He can't be involved in a swinging group. Remember also her brother or the brother Josh Monday? He was supposed to be on The Bachelorette. I think he was supposed to be on Katie's season. And then um, I'm assuming that they found out about like the strong Mormon connection. And then he he wasn't like he was listed on the cast list and then he never made it to the first episode. Um. Anyway, she stated that the Mondays Camille and her husband were not involved Um, She said that they were distanced from the group of swingers because they weren't a good fit and they were too much drama and they um, shouldn't come and be involved. Um, And the majority of the mom talk group are also not involved. And she's still close friends with a lot of them. Um, She's taking full blame for what she has done and wants to move on and knows that she's in the wrong. Um, She feels free having this out there. And when it came out to their parents, uh, that was like the worst week of her entire life. She's happy that she doesn't have to hide anything more anymore and have any secrets. She says that um, others will come out and deny it, and she doesn't care. She doesn't want to talk about it anymore. She just wants to move on and be free. The divorce is mutual, and they're on the same page. Her husband doesn't want to be associated with anybody in the group and is super upset that all these secrets came out. Um, her and her now ex-husband are still good friends. Um, I'm trying to like skim this and make sure that I'm saying... You know, only important things. Um, Still good friends. They're still going to co-parent. Oh, and also, remember, TFP and her husband Tate, uh, they had separate bedrooms. And they, like, just went on Good Morning America, like, three weeks ago or something, talking about the fact that they live together, but they have separate bedrooms. Um, She says uh, that she made out with all the other husbands and has done other things. Tate has made out with... All the girls but never cheated or caught feelings and the girls made out with each other. The husbands never hooked up with each other. Um, A friend blow up happened the same night as uh, she and that guy broke the agreement and a lot of other secrets came out that night. Other people had caught feelings for others in the group. She admits that she had caught feelings for this person but that there were others that had caught feelings to people Um, and she said that none of those people are her true friends and also she says she has proof of everything if anybody like tries to deny anything she has texts group messages video evidence etc um and they've all been cordial with one another um tate's not friends with anybody anymore um taylor has only seen some of the friends um and she thinks that like the ones that she's seen are just like her two friends um and the divorce is separate from the friend blow up but it just seems like everything happened that same night which sucks that is a bummer. Um, and the other people that are involved in as part of the friend blow-up um, are trying to act like they aren't a part of it. She isn't going to go into details out of respect of them um, and says that other people are trying to lay low. So that's from that live. What a journey. What a journey. Um, but then quickly hopping over, as soon as I was like catching up on that live, Miranda and Chase went live, um, and they said that they uh, were not involved. Um... Like, in any way, shape, or form, they didn't want to be involved in this whole thing. I said that the friendship falling out was due to Taylor starting a rumor saying that Miranda's husband, Chase, um, had feelings for her. So that kind of, like, goes in to what it sounds like the big friend falling out was. But truly, the friend falling out, to me, like, is, like, miles below the divorce f- situation in terms of juiciness, where, like, I feel like I don't care as much, but I'm just I'm just here to report the news, guys. I'm just, I'm just here as a journalist reporting everything. But anyway, that's what was said in Miranda's live. It was like a lot of the same thing over and over and over again. (sighs) But then this is something that I don't want to get into that much. So I've been sent these pictures and a lot of other people have, and I know that they're on Reddit and stuff. That kind of prove that there was involvement by some people that said that they weren't involved but here's the deal about the pictures guys we don't know if they were like obtained legally like i know it says like only fans on there but i'm under the impression that anybody i mean obviously like the internet if you do anything on the internet it's going to be everywhere but like i'm kind of under the impression that like if you're an OnlyFans creator you could probably like curate like who follows you and who doesn't so screenshots from OnlyFans seem like a little sketch to me because sorry, just had a sneeze attack. But anyway, pictures from OnlyFans, screenshots from OnlyFans seem a little sketchy to me. And like, when they were sent to me, not only do I not like want porn on my phone, so like, guys, nobody send me these kind of things in the future, please. Not that it was like straight up pornographic. Anyway, but you know what I mean. I don't want to see any pictures that like I'm not supposed to like that these people didn't want like out there. Because I feel like that's when it comes into like consent and like revenge porny stuff. So anyway, there's a lot to say about the pictures, I guess, but I don't, I don't know about the legalities of the tamed, obtained pictures, so I'm not going to get into it. Um, but anyway, Taylor went live for a second time, um, and she wanted everybody to know, um, and not only did she want everybody to know, but she said that she was being directed to by Miranda and Chase, um, to say, hey guys, Miranda and Chase were not involved in the swinging." Um, Which again leads me back to my next note. My next and final note on here just says Mormon consequences, which sounds really ominous. Um, When I've, when the stuff first started coming out, I kept thinking, I can't believe that they're saying this stuff online. Like, bravo to them for like living their truth, right? Love your, love your truth, but I just kept thinking, what? Like, I can't believe that people are like, okay, like saying this stuff on the internet and then like having it follow around it around follow them around for the rest of their life. But I, um I could understand why people like Miranda and Chase would want to say, like, hey like and I don't know their activity level or whatever. But if they're like at all active I could understand a hundred percent why they wouldn't be want to be publicly involved in a swinging group even if they are privately and stuff like that's like between them and the lord and like whoever else they decide to like bring into their circle or whatever but it seems like this taylor girl she did kind of warn of this in one of her first videos about the divorce saying like there's so much i want to say but i can't say things without bringing people down with me and that is kind of the bummer because like i this whole thing is wild to me like i don't understand why anybody would want to be in a swinging group i the main question i keep having about this is like who brings us up first so like so they're in this like tight-knit like cute group but like whom amongst them was the first one to be like guys what if we all hung out we brought our husbands and then we all just started making out with each other's husbands. Like, who starts that? Probably a man, I would assume. I don't know. Where was I going with that? Oh, I'll get into more of that in a second. But as far as, like, the church thing goes, if these people are trying to distance themselves away from it, first of all, it's, like, it's their business if they want to be public about this or not. It sucks that... in in being truthful with herself Taylor will inadvertently bring people down with her the guy that it seems like she did have the affair with according to reddit and stuff looks just like an average mormon married man with a baby uh i don't know if it was confirmed what his name was so i'm not gonna say it um but if he if he comes out and hops on tiktok i'll make an updated episode but i don't know if his name was confirmed it's out there if you want to find it um but he just looks like a cute Mormon man. Not that he's cute, but you know, like, Mormon family, whatever. Um, But, like, Taylor, by, like, coming out with all this stuff, there's now other people who their actions are probably going to end up catching up with them, and if they are active in their Mormon LDS wards, that goes into a lot. They could face church disciplinary action. Um, if they have callings, which are, like, church jobs, like, nobody... And, like, the lower levels of the church, like, like, the average churchgoer donates a lot of their time by working, but, like, nobody gets paid. Like, the top, top church officials get paid. But, like, other than that, everybody's just volunteering. But still, like, callings are, like, kind of, like, a big deal to people. Um, and that it could put their callings at risk. It could put, um like, their standing socially and stuff at risk. So I understand why some people who didn't sign up to have their drama published on TikTok are now coming out and saying, like, Taylor, Frankie, Paul, please please make a video, make a live and say, I'm not involved in this. So anyway, hopefully the only people who this news comes out about are people that are fine with this news coming out about them. But here's what I think. Number one, we must ask ourselves at this time, the age old question. Being hot. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Let me tell you, as a not hot person, I don't foresee any of this kind of drama ever ever popping up in my life. So it's a real risk reward situation. Um, because every time I'm hearing any of them talk, I'm sad for the state and drama of their life, but also hot girl problems is like being screamed at me in my head. Like these these are hot girl problems. So being hot is it worth it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This is further evidence to go into the being hot is not worth it camp. I, I just feel like there's so many added layers of embarrassing here. First of all, like, before the embarrassing part, good on this girl for, like, owning her stuff, whatever. Doesn't matter if I agree in her uh, her methods as much, I guess, but so many added layers of embarrassing. Number one, having to people, having to tell people that you're getting divorced because you cheated embarrassing that's embarrassing like no shame to like being in a swinging group and stuff but also like that's something like so out of my wheelhouse where like I'm hearing this and I'm like not only is she having to tell people that she's getting divorced because she cheated but because she's in a swinging group mortifying mortifying actually like so cringy like I would sooner flee the country and change my name then tell people that, like, I'm in, like, a swinging group. But also this is coming from me, somebody that, like, gets embarrassed every time I have to announce that I'm pregnant. Every time. The, th- the three times it's happened. Every time I have to announce that I'm pregnant because I'm like, people are going to know that I've done it before. Um, so maybe that's just me. And again, no shame to, like, what she's doing, but also mortifying. Um, but then having to tell people that you are in a swinging group and all you guys did was make out, allegedly? Like, you're 16? If, if if this was me and I was having to come out with all this stuff, I would need to be, like, put on, like, a watch list. I, this is so mortifying. I, like, I can't even believe it. And, like, so many added layers, like... I don't know, watching Taylor's live, it just... I don't want to say anything like too disparaging because clearly all these people are going through it, but so much of it just does seem like very immature and I don't know their upbringings. I could, I could imagine probably some pretty typical LDS Mormon upbringings. I didn't have like that same upbringing. So I'm I'm trying to like choose my words carefully because I don't want to like say anything that comes out sounding mean, but. I've often seen people who are LDS and who have, like, grown up LDS kind of have, like, these, like, rebellious moments. Whether it, like, happened, like, right when they first moved to Provo or, like, later in their life. Or, like, sometimes I'll hear about somebody who, like, wrecked their marriage or whatever when they were, like, 36 or something just because, like, they felt like they hadn't really lived. Again, like, not making excuses for bad behavior that has hurt other people in their lives and stuff. Because whatever your opinion is on, like, swinging or or whatever. Like, they're admitting that there was an agreement and then they, like, stepped out of the ba- bounds of that agreement. So that is, you know, textbook bad behavior. But it's, I feel like it's immature, but also, like, the immaturity of it all is, like, almost an explanation where it's, like, even just listening to her live and talking about how, like, she kept using the phrase, like, you play with fire, you're, you're going to get burned. And, um, like, my my parents raised me right, like, that kind of stuff. Just, like, it explains a lot of it. I feel like it explains a lot of it. Um, is, it is it even for me to understand? Is it even for me to need an explanation for it? Not really. But also, yes, it is, because they're putting all of this on the internet, and I'm a consumer of the internet. That's why I don't feel bad about, like, making this episode or anything. Like, I feel like... A lot of times I want to report on influencer stuff, but normally it's just, like, them behaving badly, and then I'm, like, sucks, and, like, a lot of it's just, like, Reddit sleuthing. But this is just, like, out there in the open, and, like, I mean, they're hashtagging it themselves. So there's a lot of, um, they are benefiting. Yesterday I was watching uh, the Camille live, like, actually live, and I was watching all, like, the gifts people were sending her on TikTok. And... She was making so much money just then, like, from being on there and kind of regurgitating, like, the same sentence over and over and over again. Um, or I would I would imagine it was so much money. But people kept sending her, like, the little roses and whatnot. And also, like, remember, all these people are in the TikTok creator fund. So, like, every time they're making reels and stuff. And, I mean, now, is it sassy to say, like, it seems like some of them might need money. Um, they're getting paid per view. And they get paid per real view. And so whenever they do these engagement bait videos, they're getting paid. And even if they're not in the creator fund, their engagement will boost up the things that they're able to do affiliate-wise and brand deal-wise and stuff. Like, I work in this industry, so I know that the money is, is going to come a-roll in, you know? I forget where the sentence began, and this is where it ended. So I guess this is where I will end the episode. Um, peace and blessings to all of them. I hope they all figure it out i um i was gonna say what my predictions are for like what's gonna happen and i don't know i feel like the craziest thing that could happen would clearly just be a pregnancy right like if taylor like ends up she's pregnant and then she has to get back together with her husband cuz it's her husband's baby or whatever. And then people will come and say like, "Oh, this was a PR stunt. I should cut this part out cuz this is obviously just, you know, daydreaming here of further TikTok scandal." Um but anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's uh little short and sweet, but probably didn't seem short to you cuz I didn't really get to the point that quickly. Short and sweet episode of the Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. You can find us on Instagram at, at I just want to chat podcast. Um, you can join our Facebook group where there's always conversations going. It's just the I just want to chat podcast group to search it. And then you'll find out I'll add you and whatever. It'll be so much fun. Um, and also we're on TikTok. You guessed it. at I just want to chat podcast. Anyway, we will see you next week. Oh, and then um, if you want to get 10% off your purchase at Bloody Buddy, um, go to bloodybuddycup.com. And use the code want to chat for $5 off. Or sorry, not $5 off. 10% off. But is probably even better than $5 off, if, if you think about it. Anyway, 10% off your purchase at Bloody Buddy Cup. And anyway, we will see you guys soon. I mean, if something breaking happens, I'll hop back on here. I have access to a microphone. I could do it. Anyway, adios. Love you all. Bye.